0: this is Heather Bonham and welcome to The Heather Bonham Show. This is episode 125 and yes we've gone through a few name changes over the years with this podcast but I decided I just need to keep it simple, keep it basic and using my name makes it simple and I think you'll see that there has been some change in the focus of the podcast and really um I still am me. I'm still talking about the things that really interest me and that matter to me, that are important to me. Um, And I'm still focused on what I can share that might bring value to others. Common experiences, common emotions and feelings and things that we go through as we try to better ourselves and as we try to figure out what's next for me. And so this podcast is the second episode that I've done under the new name, but I'm just keeping all the old episodes in and keeping it to 125. Um, so I was inspired by a podcast that I listened to yesterday. And if you do not know who Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft are, you probably need to find out and listen to some of their work. Cliff and Stephanie have a podcast called Building a Life and Business Together. That episode uh, that I listened to yesterday was just episode 14 called Our Latest Business Projects. But this is a new podcast for them, but they've been podcasting at least 15 years, possibly more. They started off, when podcasting was really new, doing a fan podcast for the TV show Lost, which... I know that I need to watch, but I just never did. Um, but that's how they started out. And then I found out about Cliff through Dan Miller, through the 48 Days podcast, which I've listened to for years. And, um, and Dan recommended Cliff because at that time, probably 10 years ago, Cliff was training people how to podcast. He was called the Podcast Answer Man. Now he goes by the Mindset Answer Man. He has multiple podcasts of his own. Stephanie has a podcast of her own. And then they also have shared podcasts that they do together. And so they do a lot of podcasting. And this particular one is a newer one, but I I really like it because it's just about them and Exactly what the title says. They're building a life and a business together. But I have a lot in common with them. I've actually met Cliff in person and spoken with Stephanie on a, a video chat, um, and they're great people. We have a lot in common. We have kids the same age. Um, we are, I'm a, a little older, a little older than Stephanie anyway. Cliff and I might be pretty close to the same age. Uh, but We do have a lot in common. Even Stephanie and I both really like Disney and she's a big reader. And so when I listen to their podcast, I get a lot from it. Now, Cliff has moved into, as I said, being the mindset answer man. And so he also now has a a course. He helps people really develop the kind of life that they want intentionally. Um, And so He also has a paid podcast. I mean, he just has a lot of content that he produces, and and he's also known for having uh, pretty expensive, high-level mastermind groups, and maybe one day I'll be a part of those. But their podcasts that are free are great, and you're going to get a lot out of them, so I highly recommend those. And in the latest episode, they brought up a book that I am a big fan of. That book is called *The Big Leap* by Gay Hendricks, and this book is one that, in September of 2019, I did an online book study. The episodes are on YouTube, um, and I talked about them on the podcast as well. And this this book, I'm going to read you the full title. So it's *The Big Leap*: conquer your hidden fear and take life. To the next level Um, and it is by Gay Hendricks and he is uh, a PhD he wrote this book I'm looking at the copyright page 2009 so this book has definitely it's been around a while Um, and it's really good I highly recommend it but it's about knowing what your superpowers if you will are He calls it your zone of genius. He doesn't call it your superpowers. Um, As I move into providing... Next year, I'm going to be... And even end of this year, really. But I'm going to be providing a a, um, personal coaching service. Coaching is different from counseling. I work in education. I am licensed as an educator, but before that I did get a master's degree in family therapy. I don't practice and I am not licensed. I never got my license because it required hundreds of hours of supervised internship and I moved states um, and I didn't ever pursue the internship requirement after I got the master's degree and so I never got licensed and things don't things like that are not by accident it was really i just didn't i didn't pursue it i didn't want to do that coaching however is also something i've received training in and coaching is really about what do i do to achieve the life that i want and coaching to me is something that and i have had coaching I've had counseling and I've had coaching. They're two different things. They're similar. There are some overlaps, just like mentorship overlaps with those things. But when you think about coaching, you just think about even as an athlete, what would coaching provide? Well, coaching helps you figure out what you're doing and what you need to be doing differently to get different results. So counseling is more so about your family, your past, um, you know, relationships, things in your life that have impacted you. And how do you process that? How do you work through that? Mind, body, and spirit, they all overlap. You, you're you a whole person. You can't separate your emotions from your behavior, from your thoughts. I mean, it all goes together, but there is a difference. And so I am going to be providing some coaching it will be around my career so it's not going to be a full-time thing but i really do at this point after all the research and studying that i've done um, i do know that i have coaching that i can offer people that will be transformational and that will help them figure out where they are now and where they want to be and as we've gone through this pandemic I mean, when I did this first book study, uh, it was months before the pandemic. In September of 2019, think about it feels like so long ago, and then it doesn't feel like very long ago. But think about what all has happened since then. Many people, I would say most people I know, are, have reevaluated, and they've asked themselves questions like, "Am I really doing what I should be doing?" Am I am I doing now what I want to be doing for the rest of the time that I'm here on earth? Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing God's will for my life? I mean, a lot of us are asking these deep, heavy questions. And coaching can help. Coaching can be useful in figuring that out and in gaining clarity. And so this book by Gay Hendricks goes along perfectly with where I'm going in terms of what I can offer. And because Cliff and Stephanie on their podcast brought this book up, I thought, oh, here they were talking about it. I was listening yesterday. I thought I have got to go to the bookshelf. And thankfully it was right there. Grab that book. And I noticed that I had two sticky notes put in as bookmarkers from things that I was going to talk about when I, when I did that book study three years ago. And I have a lot of underlines, a lot of annotations, notes in this book. But what I wanted to read you is a section from the book. It's on page 171, and well, at least in the paperback edition that I have. And then I want to read you some notes that I've been taking in my phone about podcast episodes that I want to create. And you'll just see how highly they are aligned. And it goes along with the clarity that I'm getting, not only for my own life, but, but how I can help other people gain clarity for their lives. So this little header says the truth about time and all the things you really don't want to do. And I put a star by that, and I wrote the word yes, and I underlined it. So this is, you'll probably hear me turning pages here, but this is what I underlined in this book. It says... You'll never have enough money to buy all the stuff you don't really need. And you'll never have enough time to do all the things you really don't want to do. Let that sink in for a second. So he's not saying you don't have enough money to buy the things you really need or the things you really, really want. He's not saying you don't have enough time to do the things that matter. What he's saying is you don't have enough money and you never will to buy the stuff that doesn't matter and you won't have enough time to do the things that really don't matter either. And I've I've talked before in this podcast about how you know your values and they're based on your time and your money, how you spend your time and how you spend your money. That is a clue. If you do an audit of your time or an audit and or an audit of your money, it's going to tell you what really matters to you because no matter what you say or even what you think or how you fool yourself, spending your time and money, it really demonstrates what you value and what you think is important. And what he's saying is so profound to me. You're never going to have enough money for the things that don't matter. You're never going to have enough time for the things that, that don't matter. But the implication is that for the things that do matter, you will have enough. You will. And you can find enough. So the other thing that I underlined right here is it's, uh, he talks about taking full ownership of time. That's what I underlined. Taking full ownership of time. And he talks about something called Einstein time, which is kind of this magical, you know how when you're doing something great, it's like you lose a sense of time, but also sometimes you really need to get something done. And somehow it's like all of this work gets done in a really short period of time and you're just not sure how that happened. But other times time seems so slow and it seems to drag on. Um, and we've all had those experiences in different ways. So it, he does talk about this concept called Einstein time. I am not going to talk about that here. And I would really need to refresh myself um, about that. But he says here, to get on Einstein time, you have to make one big shift. And it's so unthinkable that I actually heard grown ups gasp in astonishment when I suggested they do it. It involves, and here's what I underlined again, taking full ownership of time it's such a bold step that very few people have the courage to take it. I'm betting you're one of those few, though. Okay, so that's what he's talking about. And um, he goes in into this idea that you have a, a time persona. You have a mask. And it's part of your personality. But it's something that you have chosen Even if you didn't choose it, you chose it because you you choose your time persona. Um, And then he talks about all the different ways that we interact with time, with the time and yes, the people in our lives. Um, But the main idea that I want to share today, because we could talk for hours and I really do want you to read the book again, it's The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks and go back and watch my book study on that and, and listen to my podcast where we talk about that. Um, but it's, it's that concept of what you value and what matters to you in terms of your time and in terms of your money. If it matters to you, then you have to make time for it and you do have enough time. You do if it matters to you. But what we're doing and the reason that a lot of people seek out coaching and seek out support is because they're trying to manage their time and really they need to be looking at managing their energy and they need to be look look at, are they doing the things that are the most important things? So now I want to go back into my podcast notes that I just keep on my phone and read you. This is direct, not edited, but these are notes that I have recently put in about wanting, now this was before, that I listened to Cliff and Stephanie's podcast yesterday talking about the big leap. So this all just really came together in this impressive way uh, for me in the last day. Here are my podcast notes. I put: "Are you managing time or energy?" question mark. Why people don't make the jump or the big leap dash, comfort and fear of the unknown. What if it takes years, question mark? Aren't you getting older anyway, question mark? Those were notes that I had before I listened to Cliff and Stephanie's podcast about, uh, even they talk about Stephanie being in a mastermind that Cliff runs, but she's in there as a participant clarifying her work. She's going to be doing coaching. She's going to have some live events next year. Um, Her work with women, and she specifically works with women who've had some, and I don't want to speak for her. I don't personally know them. I just feel like I know them. Um, but she works with women who have had trauma or women who have had things happen in their life that they need to break free from. So she's her her work with women is really about finding freedom in their lives. And it's often freedom from things that they've experienced. So Stephanie um, and Cliff talking about The Big Leap and talking about their work Aligned so much with my podcast notes that I've been taking, especially where it literally says, "Why people don't make the jump or the big leap," and that's something that I wanted to talk about. So these things, I'm gonna touch on all these points. Um, this isn't gonna be a super long episode. I I have been keeping podcast episodes short, and I like that. I think that that's an easy way for people to consume. Um, 15 to 30 minutes is a very common length for someone to have a commute in this part of the country. We often have very long commutes. You know, if you've listened to the podcast in the past that I, for years have had an hour and a half commutes each way. Um, thankfully I do not anymore. I have about 25 minutes. So if I keep a podcast to about at least a round trip commute, (laughs) which would be maybe an hour. Um, but I think that's manageable. So first of all, Are you managing time or energy? Gay Hendricks says, you you don't have time for the things that don't matter. And I would add to that, you don't have energy for the things that don't matter, but you do have time and energy and money for the things that do matter. The trick is you have to know what those things are for you. You have to clarify your priorities. And we're constantly in a process of clarifying our priorities. Joyce Meyer talks about pruning. You know, you just have to constantly be pruning in your life because things take over. They kind of develop a life of their own. And before you know it, you're busy three or four nights a week and you're doing this for this and you're doing that for that and you don't have any time left for yourself or your priorities, but you allowed it to happen. As Gay Hendricks said, it's like with the time persona. You adopted... A persona, maybe as this person that's too busy or this person that is, um, you know, not able to get it all done or the person who's overwhelmed or the person who, whatever that is, you have allowed it. Of course, we have demands on our time that we didn't intend. Sometimes things happen. We are needed and we can't say no or we, we morally feel obligated to say yes. But those things are few and far between. So you have to think about managing your time in terms of managing your energy, in terms of of managing your margin. Uh, Michael Hyatt talks a lot about margin um, and making sure that you're preserving your energy so that you can do the things that matter the most. You've got to take care of yourself. You have to because energy, you'll get more the next day, but it's it's partly physical, and like I said, because they're all tied in, it's partly mental, it's partly emotional, it's partly spiritual. You have to make sure you're taking good care of yourself so that your energy does come back strong day after day so that you can do the things you need to do in the time that you're allotted. The next point that I had that I put in my podcast notes is why people don't make the jump or the big leap. And I, I put two real reasons are comfort, And fear of the unknown. Comfort where you are in fear of the unknown. Fear of changing and making a mistake. Fear of going to a new job or changing yourself. Even when people lose a lot of weight, they often are uncomfortable. And they go back to the way it was before because at least it was comfortable Fear of the unknown is a normal fear. We all have that fear. Everyone's afraid at times, but some people interpret it as excitement or exhilaration um, or high energy. And some people interpret it as something to possibly be hurt by that it might be painful. And so that fear keeps you where you are because you don't want the pain. These are deep issues. We cannot work through all your stuff today (laughs) with these issues, but you need to be aware of them. If you become aware, you'll start noticing where you're comfortable and where you're afraid. And then you can just ask yourself is this serving me? Is this the best way for me to move ahead? Like I said, as we've come through these past few years, a lot of us are asking these big questions Am I showing up? in the best way that I can, doing what I really need to be doing every day. And it's not necessarily about your job, but often it is. And especially when in the past, the, the podcast focused more on midlife issues, but these are issues for everyone of every age. But yes, especially in midlife, a lot of us look at our career and say, am I doing everything that I wanted to do? Am I doing everything that's important? Or we look at our art or whatever we do for recreation or the, the passion projects that we have. And we say, am I making time for this art or for this sport or the thing that really gets me through? The thing that I look forward to? It's very important to ask these questions. And then the last question or the last set of questions that I have is what if it takes years, aren't you getting older anyway? And it doesn't matter how old you are to ask this question because if you're 18 years old and you're going into college and you want to go to med school and you know now you're making 10, 12 years of a commitment here, well, what if it does take years? It's not even what if, it will, it's going to. But it also would if you wanted to become an Olympic athlete or a concert pianist or anything else that matters that not everyone does. It's going to take years, but aren't you getting older anyway? And not even age, but to take out, are you getting older? Isn't the time going to pass anyway? Hopefully, hopefully we'll still be here. So whether it's a project or something that matters to you that takes a year, five years, 10 years assume that you're going to be here 10 years down the road looking back and if you wish that you would have done it then it's probably something you should do. So asking these questions helps you to analyze where am I now and where am I going? Where do I want to go next? What is that transition? What is the big leap into your zone of genius? Because Gay Hendricks really says That that zone of genius is something special. It's not what everyone else can do, but it's the thing that you do best and that you are uniquely gifted and talented in doing. And we all have it. So ideally, you're spending as much time as possible doing those things. And no one can spend a hundred percent of their time in their zone of genius, nobody can I mean that's not practical. Nobody can perfectly spend all of their waking hours you know in their zone of genius and and not do any of the other things in life, even if you're a painter you can't you're not going to paint all day, but you do have time to do that thing that matters to you, and if it takes years to get good or if it takes years to become recognized or sell your work or whatever your goal is, isn't that time going to pass anyway? And isn't it worth it to give it a shot? And if it is, what are the very basic steps that you can take right now to get started? If you need clarity, if you're not sure how to ask these questions, that's when coaching might be a good option for you. Um, and so stay tuned for more information about that. I have nothing available yet. I'm just starting to work through the process of making that available, okay? But, but it will be. And I would say by the end of this year and certainly into 2023, I'm going to open up some coaching spots in my week. Yes, around my job around my education career and around my family and the other things that matter to me because I believe coaching is important and I just want to, I want to offer it because I think that's something that I can really give, um, to help people gain some of this clarity. And, and I think it's something that I would really enjoy and that is a fantastic side business. Uh, For somebody with my background and and the interests that I have. So if you have not read the book, The Big Leap, I'm going to encourage you to go get that. You can easily get a used copy for very inexpensive. In fact, I'm going to hop on Amazon right now while we are on this podcast. Bear with me for a second. I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm going right to Amazon, but I'm not using the app and I'll tell you why in a second. I am typing Amazon into my uh, into my browser on my phone while we're recording. So, of course, it's going to be really, really slow. I may have to go into the app. Uh, so I wasn't going to go into the big leap. I'm going to type the big leap. I wasn't going to go into the app because it doesn't show me the prices for Audible and for Kindle when I go in through the app. Um, you have to go in through a browser. When you're on an iPhone, the Amazon app will not show you some of the prices. It's, it's just weird the way that it works. Amazon, if you're listening, why do you do that? Why, why do you do that? Because I have an Audible membership. I can just go into Audible and I can buy the audiobook and I do have the audiobook of The Big Leap. By the way, and I think it's a really good audiobook. But I wanted to go in and tell you exactly what the prices were for all of that. Um, I'll have to look that up later. Maybe I can put that into the show notes. But in terms of buying a used copy on Amazon, if you never buy used books, look at all available and it will tell you older editions, it will tell you used copies. I'm I know you can get one for less than $10 and probably less than $5. Uh, but I also often use thriftbooks.com and get used books through there. And that's um, a great resource. I highly, highly recommend thrift books. I have bought many books where it'll say that it's acceptable or good and I get them, the condition of the book. And when I get them, they're practically brand new. I mean really. Um, okay. So it says there are, because on Amazon, you're going to have to pay shipping on some of the used books. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. They have a used book available for $4.32, but you also have to pay $3.99 shipping. So it may be worth it just, excuse me, just to buy the brand new paperback. It's currently $12.69. So not too bad, but I think you can get it cheaper on thrift books, to be honest. Um, okay, I am going to wrap up episode 125. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. It always is. And I I get these ideas for the podcast and I just can't wait to share. And that tells me that it's time to get back into regular podcasting. And it was necessary and good to take a break, but it's also great to be back. So I'm glad that you're here and I hope this has been useful for you. I gave you a lot of things to check out, but just really quickly to recap, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks is the book, Uh, Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft, R-A-V-E-N-S-C-R-A-F-T. They have multiple podcasts out there, but Building a Life and Business Together is the, uh, episode 14 is what I just referenced. Also Dan Miller's podcast That's the 48 Days podcast and everything by Michael Hyatt. Um, He has the free-to-focus planners and all kinds of materials and courses. I've taken many courses from Michael Hyatt and his company. Uh, So those are pretty much the recommended resources for this podcast. And with that, have a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon.